Voila, welcome to the Ryback Show live, Saturday live, I am the big guy Ryback, I botched my own intro on my own show, I forgot to put myself on the screen, I appreciate all of you guys joining me, I'm sitting here a hot sweaty mess, now cooling off after a big gym session and sauna, and uh, got a nice post-workout meal in, and uh, put some topsoil and nutrients on the cherry tree out back. But I'm here hopping on, wanted to get a recording in before I got to go get showered and go get cleaned up and uh, do a little Ryback show for the evening. So hope everyone's having a great, great Saturday. Had a great Saturday and is having a nice, peaceful, pleasant evening. As always, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplement sweetened with stevia and among fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners and colors like 99% of the other companies out there, guys that are selling you cheap supplements that majority of them don't work with harmful ingredients in them that you don't need in your body. And as always, we have our 30, not as always, as just for till Monday, midnight Pacific, uh, we have our Black Friday 30% off sale. Guys, take advantage of that with discount code BLACKFRIDAY30. That is in the description on Ryback TV. And we're giving away our November $1,000 cash giveaway. Only a few days left to get your, your purchases in. And on December 1st, I'll be calling one of you and giving you $1,000 cash, PayPaling it directly over to you uh, for simply buying the best supplements on the planet. So you get 30% off an entry into the $1,000 cash giveaway every purchase of the month. If you purchase five different times, you get five different entries. So increasing your chances of winning. And we're giving you a free Feed Me More Nutrition premium shaker bottle, black Feed Me More Nutrition hungry shaker bottle as well. So check that out. A lot of great deals. We have a spin and win wheel. We have other discounts. You can sign up for the email, the text message for future. You get two 25% off codes for that as well. But right now we have our Black Friday sale. Take advantage of those guys. As we get after the, the year, we, the discounts start sliding away as far as how often, you know, this is the biggest time of the year as far as doing that and going into the holidays. And with everything going on, you try to give people as much value as possible, especially because it's a very competitive time this year as well. Um, but I've always, you know, we got the free gift on there. Always give you guys something free for just buying the supplements uh, that comes out of my pocket on all that. And it is my thank you to you guys. And um, I, I greatly appreciate the love and support with everything Feed Me More Nutrition. As always on this show, we're streaming on TikTok and IG, the big guy Ryback22. Thank you guys for joining me on the live streams. And as always, all podcast platforms, Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. Super chats get guaranteed to get answered, get pulled up on the screen here on Ryback TV. The other questions that come in on Twitch or YouTube, I try to get to some of those as I can, as I see them. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I always try to uh, see if there's a good comment that I could or question on the uh, on the live streams. It's not as easy on those. Those move a little faster and uh, tend to be a little repetitive. But if there is a good one, hopefully I do see it and can get to it. What's going on, guys? We're starting off hot with Will. Will says Ryback. Will Triple H start his own company? Uh, why is the information so secret and ever changing? I don't know. I don't think that would ever happen. 
not right now. The man just, I believe, had a heart attack or a cardiac event, however they worded it. And uh, I don't think you guys understand how much money it takes to start a promotion on top of that and uh, the headaches and, and everything involved with that. I could just tell you, and it doesn't matter how much you love wrestling, running a wrestling promotion it's been, it's at that level like is just constant stress. And uh, the man, I mean, the man's already had a heart attack at a young age. That's not good. And there, I'm sure other could be genetic and, and other things involved with that. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's, you got to remember, we live in a day and age, so many, anybody could write anything about anything. So what's everyone doing that's involved? I, I look at it. There's very few people doing good, top level professional journalism because everybody, what you need is somebody who is financially secure and is not does not care about the profit of of lies and clickbait and all that and you need someone that just says you know what i'm just going to put out honest information and they do their due diligence they're not worried about breaking breaking things if they might be wrong or you see the problem is you got so many of these they're diseased. They're diseased-minded people. To first of all, and a lot of them, the people that get into this, and this is a lot. This is facts on a lot of them. It's not all of them, but it's it's a lot of them. They never could do it, and they're very insecure, and they're jealous of everybody else that can, and they, that have done it. And so they just write whatever they want, and they're destructive, and they're diseased minds. They spread their diseased opinions, and then everybody else that's making money and trying to get clicks and views and everything then starts just running with it. And they don't worry because they have no integrity and they don't care. And the people, they don't care about the, the feelings of other people. They don't care. And that was always my problem with people like Smeltzer and the Alcatraz guy. And they don't even deserve to have their name said properly because they they so many lies that those people pushed out on me from when I was there. And I didn't know about it for the longest time. And I'm like, what? And just lie after lie. And I already know. I go, okay, they did that with me. How many other people are they doing that to? And not to say that they can't get some things right, but there's people like that that are that are the top level diseased minds pushing out this stuff, and then everybody else is just trying to get a get taking the crumbs, you know. And it's just like the, the Triple H stuff. Like I don't I don't see somebody probably made that up, and it just gets turned into something. Like it's you know. It, it, I just don't see it being the case. I, I've talked to you guys. WWE is going to be sold, and I would be. I will. I will. I will estimate. And I said it before. I think it's going to be in the next six to eight months. Could be wrong, but based off what I I know, I think it's happening much sooner than a lot of people realize. Real Life, thank you very much for placing a large fee more nutrition order. I hope you are loving the supplements, man, and uh, it's my life. I, I I live and breathe this stuff, sleep this stuff. It's <clears throat> it's really, really, like, it, it, it's my life. I've got my, my water bottle right here, the 750 milliliter water bottle with the bamboo top, double barrel vacuum sealed. We've got those. We've got the gym bags. I, I didn't show you guys these yet. We've got the drawstring gym bags as well. And on there, I've got it all tangled up. The drawstring gym bags. 
Those are available on the apparels. We've got Feed Me More Nutrition beanies as well. We've got T-shirts. We've got accessories all on the website, lifting straps, workout gloves, duffel bags, half-gallon jugs, and uh, on top of 13 different supplements now. So it's uh, – and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting more and more stuff and accessories for you guys. We've got socks. I've got Feed Me More Nutrition socks on right now. Hashtag hungry. Thoughts on Mansoor? I think Mansoor is great. I've, guys, so many people just don't get my personality. I've said, and again, it's 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 like oh, I don't know how like, they just don't get it. Like I want Mansoor's undefeated in Saudi Arabia, and I thought it'd be funny. Go get and what's the worst that's going to happen? I can get booked into a huge payday in Saudi. It's just fun. It's just me having a good time. So many things on Twitter and. He comes back with the the polls that I did for all Feed Me More Nutrition promotional polls. They're done on purpose. By the way, you want to go look at a real poll, even though my TikTok's been suppressed here the last month. The poll on TikTok, I think we have 12,000 votes or almost 12,000 yes votes. Uh, 92% uh, return back to pro wrestling. So, And that one was a real one that I actually put up, not, not a promotional. Not, that was just because TikTok is a platform where more regular like good fans are going to see it and but I, I purposely fueled the retirement ones and by the way i made the polls and put it on there on every single one it, it just it blows my mind on how people are just so you know it is what it is but i uh i'm sure he's a a good talent and uh a good hand for them to have and whatnot i don't but it's fun to talk shit i'll beat his ass in saudi and <laughs> make 10 million doing it. Yeah, I definitely think me coming back to pro wrestling will help. I definitely do. If if I am allowed to be myself, I definitely do. Uh, I strive to get between six to eight hours. It's usually, I got six and a half last night. I just I don't I don't wake up without a, with an alarm unless I 100% like have a flight or something I got to be to and I wake up anywhere from 4 to 6:30 in the morning and it, it's in depending on what time I exactly get to bed Yeah, Jose artificial sweeteners are horrible for human beings. The research has been there. It's been hidden and covered up. And in the FDA, man, they, they, so many horrible people involved. I had companies, the the one of the artificial sweetener companies threatened me early on with all of this because we're putting out images. And uh, and I just, I told the guy to, to F off. I said, bring it. Do whatever you want to do. Bring it. And uh, never heard from him ever again. And that was years ago because I'm doing nothing but presenting facts. And it's not, it does not belong in supplements. It does not belong in the human body. And these companies that are selling it are absolute garbage. Anybody who is selling that should be locked up, in my opinion. They know it's just so bad. And you you might not think it's that bad. It is horrible. And it's not. We That's why we're in the position we're in with this world. From all these crooked, bad people taking advantage of people rather than just selling for good. If everybody, businesses just provided good and made money, everything would be would be great. But no, everyone has to just be evil. 
or the majority have to be evil and crooked. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that to succeed. Now, if you want to try to like hold people down and, and, and use greed and, and try to hoard wealth even more to a point where it's just like, it, it, there's no point. And eventually everything, it, it creates the environment that we have now, right? Pink Lemonade will be back in stock. Hopefully, I'm hoping before Christmas, buddy. I'm hoping. I'll try to get some information this week. I'll email the uh, manufacturer because i got to have a call with them. And uh, I'll see where we're at. They have the labels. So when they have the labels, they, they tend to get it done. I try not to ask sometimes because I find if I start asking, it seems like it takes longer. But if I don't ask, they always get it done early. So I think it, it, it's, I'm going to, let's see. I, I think it's going to be done before Christmas. So I'm hoping I just get an email this week saying with the shipping information. And uh, that always, whenever I get those early, I'm just like cha-ching. And uh, that they got it done and it's being shipped off to fulfillment. So, man, yeah, Pink Lemonade, I'm the same. I love all of them, but I go to Pink Lemonade's my go-to as well. And I do want to get a fourth flavor out for that eventually here. Uh, no, I've never played League of Legends. I, I have heard of it, though. Appreciate everybody watching on TikTok. We got 600-something people watching live. We always do pretty big numbers on TikTok. Usually, it ranges. I mean, there'll be anywhere from twenty to 50,000 people that will watch the Ryback show on TikTok. So I greatly appreciate the love and support. I wish that was the number on YouTube. YouTube will get will get anywhere from like seven to ten thousand, depending at sometimes five. Any advice for diet struggles? Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your blood sugar under control. Fasting, intermittent fasting. You gotta you man, you gotta at the end of the day, you just gotta want it. You gotta have a goal, you gotta have a purpose, you you gotta you gotta be hungry. And if you're not, if you have nothing to live for in the sense of 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 being in tip-top shape, it's very easy to get caught up in bad habits and 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 and, and to bad to bad diets and, and bad routines. That's one of the things I've really had to stay on top of. Like when I left, because wrestling, I always had something I had to be ready for. And then when I left, I knew already, I go, I go, I gotta stay hungry. Despite having to alter some things, I can't let myself go. I can't get complacent because it's going to be with the battle I'm already in to overcome the shoulder and the back and all that. I go, if I start getting lazy and complacent, that's going to be such a ridiculous hill to climb. And and I so I have I've stayed on top of this thing and and, and really, you know, had to be very smart about it as well. But I've I've really like today I killed myself. I do my conditioning like I'm wrestling still. Like I, I I can't let that go because my conditioning is my confidence. And that is what allows me to I go, I know that when I'm ready to turn it on, it's going to be a, a short turnover time because I've stayed on top of everything rather than like needing months to get in shape and all that, right? But like for you and for people that don't have something, you got to create, that's the power of being hungry. You have to create a story something inside of you that is going to motivate you and drive you you have to whether it's watching 
videos online to before, but it, a, a big piece of this that a lot of people don't understand, it's about developing a routine and being very consistent with it, creating good habits. One of the, this is something I learned in, as I've gotten older, I've really, really realized how powerful this is. And the example I'm going to use because he's been extremely successful is The Rock. The Rock gets up, Rock gets up very early every morning. So The Rock also prioritizes his sleep as most successful people do. So The Rock it, it gets to bed, and, and I don't know his his schedule, but based off what I've seen and by, and what I think and know, but what I do is I get to bed earlier because I get up earlier. And I found that, and it, it, granted, there's always times you want to and there's things, but when we stay up late and we get in the habit of staying up late, and, and, and that's where some really bad habits can really take over. That's where people, uh, a lot of people get anxiety, a lot of people have things that kick in at night and then, you know, oh, I'll just have some beers or I'll have some shots or I'll just have a little bit of hard liquor tonight. Uh, then you have the hard liquor and then you're like, oh, maybe I'll pop this edible. And then you're like, oh man, that top ramen in there looks really good. Oh, that's, uh, that made me even hungry. I think I'm going to order some pizza hut. And then before you know it, you're to bed at 2 a.m. You're sleeping until 10, 11 or whatever, or you're getting up early because you have to go to work, but you feel like absolute trash. So you see, it's creating good habits of knowing like, okay, I don't really need to be staying up past 9.30 or 9 a.m. And then finding a way to get make sure that you go to bed at a good hour, get up earlier, and then structure your day where you know every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to have my breakfast and I'm going to go shower. Uh, I'm going to take my wake up a little bit of energy pre-workout and I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go work out for an hour every morning. Uh, then you like maybe later in the day, you schedule a 20 or 30 minute walk. You just put stuff in your day. But you got to you got to you got to follow through with it. And, and that's where you have to create the power or, or some sort of story. You know, that's why a lot of people like will do fitness shows oftentimes. And there's a lot of people that do those that don't do the drugs. They just do it so they have something to hold them accountable for keeping some sort of structure in their day. And so that's where you got to. You just got to figure out your why, man. And again, at the end of the day, you should want to be healthy and because I'll tell you the last thing. I, I don't want to be old and feeling like trash. I don't want to be old and, and I don't want to be a burden on other people. Man, I want to be, when I'm older, I want to look amazing. I want people to go, you look so great. You look so young. You're moving. You don't even, you don't seem like you're 90 years old. I don't want to be in a wheelchair, miserable. And that's why I made the decisions I made at, in my prime to get my health back because I go, I got to get this back now because if I don't, and I get and I get old with this, I'm done, right? So and and I, I took a hell of a chance, but it paid off. And I and I I'm, I'm happy I was I was able to do that. But you know we can live we can live very healthy, long lives and amazing lives if we take care of ourselves now. The more we don't take care of ourselves now, the harder it is when we're older. So you wanna you wanna you wanna get on it and. It, Whatever age you are, you're like, well, damn it, I'm 50. Well, it's better than doing it than when you're 60. You'll get more good years out of it if you start now than if you don't. So it's just my opinion, but that that's the approach I take to it. <clears throat> What's going on? Good to see everybody. Did I uh, – if I could be 
any comic superhero, who would you be and why? And you can't pick rambunctious, ravaging Ryback as your character. <laughs> um, I don't know. Comic book. I've always, well, I mean, I've always loved the Incredible Hulk. The, um, but I think uh, to Superman to be able to fly, that would be pretty. I always had dreams when I was younger that I could fly. And like I'd be running in the street and I would take off and everybody would be super impressed because I'd start flying. So I had those a lot, quite often. Unfortunately, real life, I've tried it when I was younger and I couldn't fly. If I could fly right now, though, man, I would fly. I would snatch Fauci and Bill Gates like a like a hawk, and I would carry them over a, a big volcano and drop them in it, and then I'd be back home sipping on my decaf coffee doing a Ryback live show. Guys, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. I did it. Just see a large Ryback flying and just grabbing them. I'd grab them right around the necks, too. Real scrawny stack of dimes neck. William Schaffner, uh, Schaefer, thank you, buddy, for the super chat. You're, you truly motivate people. Thank you, buddy, man. That's why I, I just try to do my best. And uh, things that helped me, I've, I've read and listened to a lot of books and had a lot of experience and have overcome a good amount of stuff. And um, I'm not perfect by any means, but. I'm uh, always striving for more and uh, I try to, I, I do believe as much as there are, I do believe there are a lot of bad people and people in that are not capable of being repaired. And I do my best. I, I do. I tell you, like I'm straight up, like we got to smash those people because those people are harmful, but I believe there are so many good hearted, great people. And I meet so many. That's what motivates me to reach out because then I get the DMS, I get the emails that say thank you, and I, 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 you know, I wish my reach was bigger. I wish I wasn't being suppressed on all of this, but I know that enough people are watching, and I know it's all going to work itself out anyways. Where I am going to be able to be able to, at some point, this is going to be resolved, and my, it's all going to pay off. All this content is going to pay off. But to to genuinely be able to help people now in the position I'm in on this stuff, because you guys help me on so many of my things, and would feed me more nutrition in my business endeavors that I've gone on and made it successful. And I feel part of an obligation to give back on that. And I like, cause I've tried to on like Instagram and the DMS, I get a lot of people that will ask for advice. And I tried for a while years ago to answer people and really took a lot of time. And unfortunately it opens the floodgates because they tell their friends and then DMs start coming in, but then it's not just one DM and one message it's they then just start messaging you all the time reacting to your stuff and it's it became overkill within the week and i that kind of put the thought i go man what can i do to answer people's questions but other people can see it as well they might have similar questions and that's what kind of led me to to the format of this show eventually uh and not being satisfied internally with interviews because everyone does the interviews on the podcast and i just felt like it didn't fit with my branding and the hungry feed me more nutrition mindset. And I go, there has to be a better way. And I've learned like my YouTube, I never wanted to do the junk food videos that was suggested to me to help the channel grow. And I, that was, so that was the goal, get the channel to grow. And then I go, this, this doesn't, I go, well, it makes people, they can at least see me having a little bit of, of fun and having a cheat meal. Cause in, in 
normally don't eat that stuff and all the time. And then I go, then it got ridiculous. And they go, I just don't feel right. Because then people think that they can eat that all the time. I think they don't understand that you're like eating 99% of the time, not that. And that's where the adjusting when I went vegan and there was a little bit, I was nervous on that, that I go, it's not going to get as many views, but I felt better because I go, I know that I'm doing something better, raising awareness for this. Even if the channel takes more of a hit, on that than, than it already had. And I go and I've adjusted. And this is like the something to me that I could do these at any point, whether I'm back wrestling this show. And because let's be honest, how many people are doing interviews? The same people, it's just a, a wish wash of recycling interviews. And it, it's just like, to me, it, it, as cool as it could be to talk to certain people, I just felt like I go, I'm not getting anything out of this myself. And I feel like I could I could be doing a better service talking to people. And and like it is, I, I enjoy it. I tell you, no joke. I enjoy this so much more talking to you guys. And it, 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 it's fun to see what's going to come up and what we're going to go off on and talk about for the show. And yes, we get the wrestling questions and stuff, but there's other times when, when stuff, you know, like this show and, and the guy asking about the, 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 the weight loss or the diet and, you know, sticking to it, like where we could, I think it's some good stuff. Let's see what else we got going on. Ryback could be the third Hodge twin. I think they're in Vegas too. I'm definitely, I'm 285, 290 guys. I, I think I'm, I'm deceptively much larger than people like to think. I'm six two, not height wise necessarily. Just overall, I think sometimes because I'm also very proportioned. I have big calves, big legs. I've, I've got a just a big body. I've got big hands, big feet. I'm a big guy. Got big traps, big neck, big checks. The big guys, the big guy. It's trademark, and I don't advertise as being the biggest guy, but I do advertise being the big guy. So there's a, the there's always the people that those some six foot five guy that's 310 pounds with 30% body fat goes, Oh, I thought you'd be bigger. And I go, well, I'm not the bigger guy. I'm the big guy, pal. Trademarked. Uh, I think my brother has sleep apnea. He's overweight, snores loudly, and breathes irregularly. Is the mask they provide for treatment safe and easy to use? Yes. So the first thing you need to do is have a, a, a conversation with him uh, and look up in your town, wherever you're at, and, and type in apnea sleep centers. He's going to need to go do a sleep study. And typically, you could you could do it where they send you home with the stuff, where you got to wear the a thing overnight or for like a portion of the night. Or it, it's, I did it where I slept at the place for like six hours. And in that, you go in, you sleep there. And then when you're done, wake up in the middle of the night, whatever. And I, I went home like at like four in the morning or something and drove home and then slept a little bit more because it was one of my off days from when I was with WWE. I was only home. It was my one off day that I had. And I dreaded having to do it, but I knew I needed to. Uh, but I knew, no, they could send you home with the stuff as well. And you get a sleep study done, it will tell you your level of sleep apnea. And then 
to go on. And, and if you have insurance, a lot of that is covered with that. Uh, and, and, and you get hooked up with the machine. Uh, I will say when you first get the mask and I got the full face mask that goes over my, my, my nose and mouth. Some people like just doing the nostrils or there's just a mouthpiece. I suggest, I like the full face mask so you can breathe through your mouth and nose. And if you're ever a little stuffed up or anything, it's just, it's just far easier. But I will say there was, it was, I took it off for the first like month. You like would, I'd fall asleep with it, but I'd be like a little paranoid because you're not used to sleeping with something on your face. And I tell you now it, man, it happened quick. It's the most peaceful I can't imagine not sleeping. I call it my Bane mask. I feel like it gives me superpowers. I feel so good when I sleep with it. And uh, it's just got to get used to it like anything else. But it, it once you do it, you, f- you see how good you feel. And the machines are like super quiet now. I think some of the first devices many years ago were a lot louder. These things are quiet. And I will say, I do think there is a little bit of a there's like the tubing and things. I f- it does feel a little bit medically. Like I think if somebody that sees it, like if a woman, you know, they're like, Oh, what's that? That's I always make joke. Oh, that's my Bane mask. And like, and then it just kind of like, I go, it's better than like snoring all night, like a bear. And, uh, you know, you get used to, you can still get cuddles with that thing. You learn how to sleep with it. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, would I play Bane? I would depend on the filming schedule. Uh, Ryback thoughts on Eddie Kingston. I think he's the best promo today. Yeah, no, he's definitely very talented on promos. He's entertaining to watch on that. I think so many guys are great at promos. There's not, I, I'm not a big believer in just saying someone's like the best because there's so many guys. When you're allowed to speak, and I think guys, everyone, there's going to be different weeks where guys have better content than others. But he delivers regularly. Yeah, he does very, very well. He's entertaining to watch, which is all that's all you could ask for uh, in pro wrestling. Walter, good to see you, buddy. Your buddy Tim likes the Vince impressions. <laughs> Tell him I said thank you very much. Yeah, I think Brock Lesnar is absolutely fantastic. He's done things his way. I've praised him nonstop. He's uh, a lot of motivation for leaving, and he did things his way, and I'm doing things my way. Uh, And hopefully the, uh, you know, but him going back and, and making the money that he makes, and he should probably make even more than he does. I, I've, I always enjoyed watching his matches. And uh, that was always one that I wanted, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Have I thought about facing Roman for the title? If I made my return, I would go right after Paul Heyman first. (laughs) And then if Roman chose to try to, to pull me off, then me and Roman would have an issue. But if you just let me do it, I don't think I'd have an issue with Roman. I like Roman a lot. Thank you very much. Yeah, that Survivor Series with Team Cena versus Team Authority was um, that was that was actually 
uh, the point where I was done with WWE. The buildup to that was put all around me after I came back as a babyface and uh, got a great reaction. And they made it a, it was the main storyline on what side was I going to go to. And then the day of the pay-per-view, I'll never forget because Jamie Noble came up to me. Uh, he goes, oh, you're going out first. And I go, that makes sense after the what we're, we've been saying. I'm the big deciding factor of whatever side I went to was going to have the advantage and we're going to eliminate me first. And even though we had me take like multiple things to get me out the crowd, the crowd, if you go back and actually listen, you can hear the letdown of the crowd when on the thing. But I'd already, I was checked out already. And I just go, I knew what was, I just go, this is, it is what it is. You do your job. But, uh, and it was, I go, you guys, you don't, you don't do that, especially after what we had done before. That was just the, that was it. And I knew I, at that point it was just saving up and uh, to, to get out. TikTok, you got any good questions? Trying to see. Uh, yeah, good question. Ryback, what was up with the ending to that last man standing a match with Cena? He was down, but instead of counting to 10, the match just ends in a draw or something. Yeah, that was their way so they didn't have to put the title on me. And it was just, it was what it was. Uh, that was, and that was, you got to remember, I went from being red hot, even though they'd had me losing pay-per-views going before I turned on John. Uh, but I turned and then people actually, it actually got me more popular there until they started having me attacking the crowd, which is fine. You, you be a heel. And, um, but they took away all my merchandise. They took away everything. Uh, and I was number two at that point. And it would have been number one had they made the same amount of stuff as John. And there was no questions about that. It is what it is. And uh, it's, that was their place and how they chose to do it. But it um, it was like a it was a gradual way to like do business and not make it seem like it was bad um, and to prolong it. Cause they said they wanted to get two pay-per-views and what they, they do is they don't tell you, you know, anybody who wins the title, typically they, they don't tell you too far in advance. And at that point there was still optimism and hope based off where I was at. I was in the main event. I'd been made a better part of a year and it was, or, or, or a good portion of the year, hope that on the next pay-per-view, it was going to be my time and have the big heel run. And then we got to the the three stages of hell that day, then told Cena's going over and I knew, I just go, okay, what are you going to do? It's not my company. There's nothing. There's I, I, at that point, they made me drop my multi-million dollar lawsuit that I had with my ankle. So at that point I was making money, but I wasn't set. So it was just, you just go along with it. And, uh, but they had taken away a lot of my, all the merch and all that. And so my checks, I knew were not going to be nowhere near what they were because that merch was a lot of money. And uh, it is what it is. You just, I was always professional. I always did what was asked of me. And that would expect that the same with anybody. You know, it's just unfortunate that when there's so much momentum and things are good, 
that it was sabotaged uh, to the level that it was. And that was always the issue with a lot of it and a lot of not connecting the dots with people, you know, but it is what it is. I'm proud. I helped get the shield guys over. We took a lot of my energy and gave it to the shield. Um, I always thought we were going to get it back. We did not And, uh, but I take pride and I think those guys in, don't get nearly as over if we don't do what we did with me and, and they, some conversations and, and they getting protected because they would have, there were a lot of things trying to make that group not succeed talent wise. And, uh, I already knew that I had the writing on the wall for me with what go, was going on. And I was happy to see at least three guys not have that happen to them. I wish I would have been the other one. It didn't happen to because we, we would have been, but I, I did have a high enough level that I kept throughout. And then I think going leaving that it could be even higher with everything coming back at some point to wrestling, but they uh, it's just, it's just the nature of the beast with that, with that business and that environment. I do not go Black Friday shopping. Absolutely not. I stay away. I avoid. I avoid all that. Uh, I talked to. I talked to Wade Barrett the other day. I talked to. I talk to Heath sometimes. Talk to Wade every once in a while. Freddie just comments on, on social. I talked to Freddie Darren Young maybe a year year ago on social media on Instagram. I think we did a little live together. Otonga will send messages here and there, but. Tarver every once in a while. So, so the majority of them. Nepal, thank you very much. How is it when, uh, TikTok question, how is it when Vince changes the show day of like last minute? Uh, and I've had it happen a lot. It's very frustrating. It's uh, and it makes the show not as good because it, it's just promos are getting rewritten. Promos aren't good to begin with because you got people writing them. I understand you got to have some structure. You got to, you want certain things. There's a lot on the line and I'm fully aware of that. Uh, hold on. Let me shell shock at Brazil and Nepal out of here. Thank you, Nepal. I, uh, I even acknowledged you. But we got to just shell shock you out of Rybackville and uh, back to Nepal. Uh, but with the promos changing, but you got sponsors and, you know, the, the company got, it, it should never have gone public. It should have been held a private company. Um, and that's one of the things I've heard, like, you know, Bischoff has talked about. And he's not wrong that when you have a public company, your obligation is to the shareholders. I go, when you're dealing with human lives, your obligation is to the human lives that are making you all your wealth. So the company, I would argue, should never have gone public to begin with. And I think that was a move to protect him from doing the things he was already doing to talent. And then it's like, no, it's for the shareholders. When, in, you know, I just think it, it, it never should have happened to begin with on that. But so you do, in having that being a public company, there does need to be a certain level of structure. But you also have to have a, a certain element of, of excitement and uh 
and you can't get that when everything is written and you're just memorizing the words of other people who think they have an understanding of you or want to try to have an understanding of you, um, but are writing safe not to offend Vince because they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to get fired. So you have a lot of people playing it safe each and every week and they don't want you taking chances because if you take chances and then they get, they get, they, they'll get fired because they'll, they'll get fired first before the wrestler. It'll come back to them the way how Vince kind of treats the the total pool of people. And then the producers, the wrestler will typically be the last one unless it's repeated violations and, and things of that. But it's, uh, you know, matches where, you know, you a finishes message text you the night before, you know, you'll wake up and probably get changed or it stays. And then later that afternoon it gets changed and then you get to the arena and it gets changed again. So what happens when that you and people that know that are in the business know you then just stop caring because what you happens is if you get and this happened to me a lot, you'll be told something the night before. So as a professional, you start thinking of ideas and things to contribute to that for the match, for the promo. And then hours later or the next day, no, no, we're not doing that at all. So that time you just invested into trying to make something more creative and better was lost. And so you do that to people over and over. What happens? You eventually get that message or whatever. And you don't give any thought to it. And then you get that message again. And they, I don't care. Don't. I used to tell them, quit messaging me. Whatever it is when I get to the building, then when whenever I know that it's for sure, for sure, I'll start putting time into it. And that's how the majority of people get when you're there because why are you going to stress yourself out and worry about something that's going to change five more times. And that's the big issue with it because it does no good for anybody and it does no good for the fans because it doesn't give people the time and the opportunity to put their creative juices into it to make it as good as it can be. So oftentimes things are just thrown together last minute, get it done, get changed, go to the next town, go home. Wait, you know, it's just a paycheck. And, that, and that's where it sucks the life out of you over time on top of a million other things that are going on. So to give you a little insight into that pattern and why it doesn't work. Can you drink alcohol backstage after your segments are done? Yeah, I would say, I would say probably could, but it would, if you're driving, no, but I, I don't think, I think, and I know, because I, I never did. And I think guys, like, so the only time there was alcohol was the European shows on the tours. It would be on the bus, though. And he didn't bring it into the, it didn't go into the arena. And when he got on the bus, you could start drinking. And you're not driving. You have a good time. You get to the hotel. You go get your food. You go to bed. So other than that, you know, the guys oftentimes, I'm sure, and I rode alone the majority of the time, you know, and there were times when I, Felt like when I got into the town, I'd stop at a gas station, grab a couple beers to take into the hotel room every once in a while to unwind if I had a long drive. But it was never like any drinking or driving. And I'm not not to say what other guys did or they're not driving. I don't know if other guys had alcohol or whatnot. It's none of my business, quite frankly. But um, never at the shows because I think what would happen too is you got a lot of snakes and I think people would try to – it might look like you – Oh, that guy, you know, there's Ryback drinking again. I think he has a problem. You know what I mean? So it's not something you see. And I never, I don't recall ever seeing people drinking 
backstage. I'm sure there were, not hard to hide, carry about a Feed Me More Nutrition bottle, throw a little Jack and <laughs> Honey Jack in that bad boy. <clears throat> what else do we got going on? Yeah, eating on the road is definitely, it is It is not, it, now how I eat now is, it, it would it would take, I would never go back to that schedule though, of doing that five days a week or four days a week, never again. You, you couldn't, there's no, I just can't do it. Won't, I will not sacrifice. That is where your health is lost mentally and physically. There's no need for it. One day a week is plenty. And it, but you gotta, you gotta prioritize and find stuff. And it is, it is, people have no, being a professional wrestler is the most difficult job in the entire world. And that's why I say people, the fans, and there's so many great fans that the, the disrespectful ones, man, you just block them. They, the, everybody that's in that business and in, in, in pro wrestling and, and that, that, especially at the higher levels, the amount uh, of work that it takes to, to, to be at that level. So few people truly understand. I have bled during a match. I actually got busted open working Jinder Mahal in 2012 as Ryback. Um, when I like red hot, like everyone, everything was really good. And we were, we were working and uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, there was they actually stopped the match. It was when I had, I think I was still undefeated and they had to stop. They stopped the match and called it a no contest or something to like protect everything. I was losing so much blood. The ref when it let it, I was still going. They would just we they stopped the match. I had to go get stapled up after the thing, and I don't know what it hit me something, and it just it, off the top of the head busted open. There is images of me. I think I was wearing a green and black singlet. Uh, with blood all down my face. A fan got an awesome photo. I posted it before. I think if you just type in Ryback bleeding or something, it probably should pull up. It was a live event match. Nick, were you, where was it? Was it in Canada? If you were at that, it might've been in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you sent two super chats. Let me see. Oh, sorry, buddy. I got one here. Feed me. I don't know why they're not popping up on the screen. Sorry about that. Usually they'll pop up and show me if I haven't answered any. How would you make WWE and AEW better? Feed me more. <clears throat> That's a difficult question. I think AEW is doing everything. In their, they're doing a lot of things right. And uh, obviously nothing's ever perfect, but it's pro wrestling. So there's always going to be good. There's going to be great. And there's going to be things that, that maybe people aren't interested in as much. Um, they're, I think uh, highlighting some people, though, every week and getting some people really going uh, outside of the other shows, I would, I would think if there's certain talents that they want to get really over uh, that are not yet at that level, putting them on, on, on like dynamite every week, uh, and making sure and finding creative ways to, to get them over, uh, to, or give them an opportunity to get over. And, uh, maybe that could just be one guy, pick one guy, you know, maybe I saw just an example. I saw Wardlow 
kind of doing the squash matches after everything he's done, and but it's not on dynamite and stuff. And they're entertaining though, still, even though I have my insight on how it could be personally think be better. That's just my opinion. I'm based off what I know of what I've done to get over to do things. But I think if you have that on dynamite every week, that gives it a better opportunity to get over than if you have it on like the dark elevation or, or one of those, something like that. I think if you want the guy to get over, give him, let it get over on the biggest show that you have. That would be one thing. Maybe if you have me in the creative meetings in there that I would speak up on or whatever talent you want to plug into that. That doesn't have to be him. Ryback's just being favorable to the big guys. The, uh, uh, WWE, I think it's again, you, you got to let people be creative and, and be able to to have an have an opinion and you got to let people go out there and get over. Uh, and you got to WWE, the biggest issue with WWE is, and this is what I experienced at the highest level, probably at the highest of anyone that's happened to, it happened to Zack Ryder and some other guys as well, Rusev as well, um, is when guys get over, Regardless if it's planned or not, you run with it and you do everything in your power to let them keep getting over. You know, I think oftentimes in the WWE environment, there is a room full of people that and there's a lot of people giving their opinions and speaking up. There's a lot of little cliques and factions. Um, and if you don't fall into a category where there's like a bunch of people or a group of people going to bat for you, but everyone might like you, but you're just not like you're not in their little circle and whatnot, it, it could be very easy to things to go sour really, really quickly. Uh, whereas you need people in those meetings that are not jealous and insecure of the wrestlers, despite whatever happened in their career. You're like, what happened with me? I want to see, I can give ideas to help guys get over. I know how to get over, right? Rather than in the meetings of people trying to figure out ways to bury people, it should be if the meetings were positive-minded and it's like, all right, guys, what are we going to do today to get guys over? What are we going to do? How can we get our group of talent we have? How can we get these guys over? Let's who can we focus on tonight? Who do we have tonight? We let's we have Mansoor. He's undefeated in Saudi, but we haven't done too much with him here in the States. What can we do with Mansoor? What kind of segments can we come up with? What kind of scene can we do? What in-ring stuff can we do? Get the ball rolling. Get your creative people so that it's not them speaking up on who to bury, but you're putting them in a positive mind frame. What are we going to do to get this guy over? Let's start getting some ideas. And it's not like, well, what can you guys say about the talent that you don't like so that we could start burying them and nobody wins? And that's the problem. It's the environment and the toxic culture that Vince has created and the people that he has hired that he has up there. A lot of them are insecure. You got a lot of them up there now that haven't even been on the, that never even wrestled in the WWE that are now in control of matches. And you got people speaking up in there and things and they don't, they're not there. It's jealousy and insecurity and they don't want to see. That's why you'll see people start to do good. And then people pull back and they start burying them. And then people like, and Vince has to be smart enough and he goes along with it. And it is, it is all part of a plan to not letting people get too over, but you've got that negative toxic environment rather than if I'm in those meetings, it's shut the fuck up. What are we going to do to get this guy over? Shut the fuck up, Jamie Noble. Fuck you. I don't care if you don't fucking like that guy. What That guy can make us money. What are we going to do to get this guy over? And what are we going to do? You know what we're going to do? We're going to go out there and squash you tonight, Jamie. And we're going to get this guy over or whoever it is. Rather than guys yapping to try to bury people. And that's the problem. And it's jealousy and insecurity. 
rather than watching other people. I'm getting paid to do a job as a producer or whatever the job is. My job and those jobs in the creative meetings are not for you to hold people back. It is for you to elevate every single member that is on that roster. Otherwise, they should not be on the roster. If you're just bringing, I don't care if it's the enhancement talent or whoever, it is you want your enhancement talent to be as over as possible so that when guys beat them, it means more. And it's just, it comes from a positive mindset. And guys, giving guys roles, and everyone's going to have different roles because it's physical acting. But you got to let guys figure out how to get over having meeting guys, whatever you guys can do to go on social media. Guys, please use your social media. Get over. Whoever gets over on social media, I promise you we're going to take, we could use that maybe and help you get over on the show more. Bring your followers to our show. Is that going on? No. Instead, no, give us your social media. We want to control everything. It's not the right environment. And there's a lot of problems. And that's why I say I won't go back to it. I'm not, I'm so happy. And I don't, I'll never sacrifice that ever again. And to go sit, sign up, you go sign an open-ended contract with no, nothing. You don't know what role you're playing. And you just leave your career and your fate in the hands of a bunch of people that it shouldn't be in. Uh-uh, no more. So, my opinion from somebody that's lived it. Uh, Vince McMahon, Super Chat Indians are better than you. Thank you very much, Vince. What other questions do we have? Uh, yeah, I've talked about that, Walter. The march was only put into place to begin with on the shell shock to cover up my ankle injury because I had to go back because with everything that happened with that, my ankle, and it was taped up every single match. My ankle, when I first came back, was extremely unstable. And when I was picking people up, my ankle would wobble on the wrestling mats because I don't, my nerve damage that I have, that's permanent nerve damage in my big toe, but it was in my foot still. I had partial drop foot. And it was still recovering to a degree, which I got a lot of it came back to a good degree while I was there. Once I started getting more control over my ankle as I was back, then I stopped marching. That was the only reason I did the march. But the march caught on with people and kids who used to do it. So it was just it was something I did to protect myself so that when I picked people up, nobody would notice me stumble. It was a way to I would pick guys up and I was already kind of off balance. I could start rocking back and forth and it would cover me from having any instability issues that's all that that was and that's why i stopped it eventually once i got my ankle strong enough from being back there and then i stopped it thank you i haven't aged in 10 years i truly don't feel like i have i look at i I look at i think i looked older because i was tired and on such such a horrible schedule a lot of different times up there so And diet, being vegan now, and I eat a lot of foods that are very productive to, to staying healthy and staying young. So I hope to God I could I could keep this going another, stay forever young. To... <laughs> Shell shock, very safe move, very safe move. And I would always let the guy go as we're coming down to. 
so they could take a safe flat back bump. How hard are the tights to put on? <laughs> That's a great fan question. That's always uh, those singlets are pretty damn tight. I'm not gonna lie. Those things, it just like extra skin. The uh, just pulling skin on your body. They're uh, they're tight. I've got, there's a lot of funny stories you have as pro wrestlers. That's why I laugh when we talk about like WWE, they, they like, they, they've exposed so much of the business with like the backstage shows and it's all of wrestling. It, it comes with the times. Everything is just accessible these days. But I always joked like they're going to come up with like a WWE in the showers, like see your favorite superstars, your heels and baby faces showering after their matches. But it's just like from the waist up. But I remembered there was one when I was wrestling the Shield all the time. It was me and the Shield after a, it was like a live event, and it's just like I'm on one side of the shower and the Shield guys are like on the other side of the shower. And I just that's where the idea initially. I go, this is so ridiculous that like we're just like fans. They just want they want to know everything. So like after your favorite superstars go beat the hell out of each other, watch them shower in peace after lathering up their rock hard muscled bodies in the arena showers and the arena showers that's always you never know what kind of sometimes you got more privacy other times it's just the big there's just like a center thing and just water it's crazy It'd be a hell of a show vince would i love it wwe and the showers he drops drops he drops the soap That was my draws of dropping the soap. Yeah, I was the meat hook was another thing I always tried to, and my shoulder was really hurt too, but it was more of a shoulder tackle than I'd shoot the arm through. I take great pride in being able to look like I'm killing somebody, and not to say you could I could definitely I'm a big guy and I move, I can move, but I think. That's the greatest uh, lie that is out there for many. I laugh whenever people like the dangerous stuff and anybody that's worked me knows. So other than the one guy that was really unhappy who complained about a lot of people hurting him. So I'm not too worried about that because the, the ones that know that I care about knowing they, they all know. But guys, we're going to wrap up tonight's show. I'm going to, I got to get some stuff done here. I got to go shower. I'm sitting in sweaty cardio and sauna gym clothes. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com, my premium supplement line. We have our Black Friday sale going on 30% off with discount code Black Friday 30, Black Friday 30 on feedmemore.com. You get an entry into my $1,000 November cash giveaway. There's a few more days left to get into that. December 1st, I'll be calling the winner with $1,000 just for buying the best supplements on the planet and you get a free shaker bottle with your orders right now when you select it as your free gift. So go to feedmemore.com after this guys, get your supplements, buy something for Christmas. We've got a lot of cool things on there to uh, workout gear and accessories. And I appreciate you all for your love and support and for joining me tonight. Have a great evening and stay hungry. My friends feed me more.